0: A lot of narcissists struggle with addiction, and the thing with addiction with a narcissist is a lot of times it's used as a sedating mechanism to make them feel better about themselves. However, a lot of times people ask, like, are narcissists sex addicts? Because a lot of times people see sex addicts and narcissists corresponding really quickly. So let's check and see what it looks like today as we define sex addiction and also look into some of my story about some of that as well. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. You could probably repeat it with me by now, but we're on all those platforms with the name Raw Motivation, so check it out. If you wanna to talk to me sometime, I'm trying to work with people in helping rewire their mindset. of uh, Once they've gotten away from the toxic person of being able to find clarity from the confusion, from the crazy making of being with that person, Oftentimes, it gets hidden under the guise of maybe a sex addict or maybe other different things in the relationship that makes people wonder, was what I suffered actually narcissism or am I the narcissist? Am I the toxic one? A lot of the stuff we talk about is to try to help bring you clarity of understanding what's going on. We do that by helping you rewire your mindset and reduce the triggers that are affecting you on a day-to-day basis, making you react, making you respond, making you have an awful day. So we try to work on that to change the story, to be able to change your life. And really get you free, not just mentally and physically, but in your mind, in your mind and in your emotions of saying, "Hey, I don't have that attraction to that toxic person anymore." And you're able to start moving forward with your healing, with your growth, with your change. If you want to talk sometime, go to rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to interact with you there. We'd love to have you there, and love to have you join us with a bunch of other people that are excited about their growth mindset and healing journey so check that out narcapp.com n-a-r-c-a-p-p.com the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well So when we're talking about narcissists, we normally notice like they struggle with a lot of addictions, right? They have addictive personality. This is what brings them a lot of times into the stalking realm. It brings them into a lot of different uh, addictions and stuff of where they're looking for getting high off of another person or another thing or whatever it might be. Okay, there's oftentimes almost like an addiction model that almost matches up to some of narcissism of looking for supply, looking for people to control, manipulate, so that they have that high, that have that elevated sense of ego and who they are and the entitlement of like, yeah, I did that. I got that. You know, all that kind of stuff. So when we're talking about addictions, we've got, you know, the typical ones, gambling, pornography, sex, drugs, alcohol, all these different types of addictions that come alongside oftentimes with narcissism that's normally used in a form of sedation. When we talk about addictions, a lot of addictions are brought into people's lives as a form of sedation to make them feel better about the circumstances that they're currently in. So you might be asking, what's wrong with a narcissist? Because they come across like everything's great. Everything's the best. They go from person to person. They don't have all these feelings, all this stuff. Like they make it seem piece of cake. What could they actually be sedating from? The thing that they're sedating from is the truth. And the truth is what exposes what's underneath. And so as a result, they sedate to be able to hide and suppress feelings and discomfort and to be able to disconnect from the guilt and the shame of who they actually are. A lot of times they'll keep doing that time and time again to be able to run and get away from the person that they are inside because they're unwilling to be honest and actually approach the issues underneath the surface. So what about sex addiction? Okay. What does that actually look like? What does that actually mean when we talk about sex addiction? Okay. Well, really quick, easiest way to say, Hey, a sex addict, they're obsessed with sex. So it's not just the act of it, but it's the thought of it. It's the idea. It's the fantasy of it. It's all these different types of things. It's bringing in pornography. It's pleasuring themselves like multiple times. Like it's the idea of like, Hey, this is something that has to be big that I'm always focused on. Now, this could be like excessive time planning and different sexual encounters, sexual things like sexual activities, using sex services, like getting a lot of people involved in whatever their activity wants to be for the purpose of sedating, for the purpose of their pleasure. Okay. Oftentimes it'll continue moving forward into reckless sexual activities, stuff that is dangerous, stuff that could hurt multiple people, stuff that could be transmuted to multiple people. Sex actions against society of like what it actually looks like, of how they're actually coming across other people, like how they're exposing themselves to other people. Like there's a lot of different things out there. But the thing is, they'll continue to move forward in a lot of sexual behavior, no matter what the consequences, because they don't care. There's an aspect that when someone becomes an addict, they get, some, they get addicted to that feeling, and as a result, it just keeps going and keeps going and ramps up more and more and more, oftentimes looking for that first high, looking for that hit, and not able to get it, so it becomes more dangerous, more crazy as it moves forward, regardless of the thought, this might actually hurt other people, or this might actually affect me, or this might put me in jail, like those kind of thoughts. It just continues moving forward without consequences a lot of times you'll see that person being addicted to the feelings. Addicted to, let's continue to go through the same motions to get the same result. Maybe it'll change. And they'll get addicted to different feelings that'll pop up, that addict- that addicts will struggle with, of guilt, of shame, of remorse, of hopelessness, powerlessness, depressed, lonely, fearful, fearful, anxious, suicidal, a lot of times addicts will struggle with those different types of feelings, those different types of emotions. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. I don't know if you've heard some of my story, but being with my partner, being with my wife, I then had an affair with five different people over a period of like seven years, went through a period of time where I was with one person, was with another person, back and forth, five different affairs, and got to the place where I thought I might just be cursed. Maybe this is something that's just going to happen time and time again. And I just, I can't get away from it. It's just going to happen. So I went to a place, I got to a place in my life, and my work, all this kind of stuff where my boss and my wife got together. They sent me to a sexual intensive, sex addict intensive. Okay. It was like 12 hours a day, you know, it was there, it was like working through stuff. Like I had to go through and write like a, a trauma egg and like had to talk about like the shame cycle of how it goes up and down feel bad, have to get a high, go back over, feel bad. Like all this kind of stuff had to understand about like the chemicals going on, like the hormones, etc. And I ended up getting away from that intensive. And there's a part of it, me that was like frustrated and relieved at the same time. There's part of it because I was frustrated of like, well, I can't blame this on sex addiction because that's not what I'm struggling with. I'm actually struggling with narcissism. And there's also a piece that was actually slightly relieved that I was struggling with narcissism because then I finally had a defined answer of this is what I'm struggling with. Then I got into therapy, then I got diagnosed, all that kind of stuff. But like in my mind, I was avoiding that at all costs. Like I don't want to actually own up and and say like, this is what I'm actually struggling with. I'd rather it be anything else. And a lot of times you'll have narcissists that will do that, that will rather say I'm a sex addict versus I'm a narcissist because a sex addict, then they'll come across and be like, well, this is just the addiction I have. So you need to pleasure me. You need to give me what I want and you need to do it this way, this way, whatever it might be. Like they'll use that to be able to coerce other people into giving them what they want. And as a result, they're trying to justify their narcissistic abuse to another person by saying, well, this is what I am. So you just have to do it. The thing is, addiction never should justify abuse, no matter what it is. Maybe you're listening today and you've come out of an abusive household. Or you've come out of a household that had addiction And it feels like they always justified it. Well, I'm angry because I'm drunk or I'm angry because of this. It should never justify it. You see, a lot of times people use the phrase hurt people hurt people. I don't think that's right. At the end of the day, unhealed people hurt people. Because there's a lot of people that have been hurt and abused that are no longer hurting other people. But there's a lot of people that are unhealed that are still trying to dump their trauma onto other people or attack other people instead of working on themselves and growing, healing, and changing. When we talk about addictions, we need to understand that addiction is one thing, abuse is another thing, and you shouldn't have to deal with either one in a relationship. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care There is a difference when people are saying, hey, hey, I don't know if it's a narcissist. I don't know if it's because they're addicted. I don't know what's going on. Well, clear up the addiction and then see what actually happens. Because then that person needs to acknowledge, hey, this is who I am. This is what I need to do to get clean, to get fixed, to work on myself. Some narcissists out there are sex addicts. I'm not going to say that they're they're all not sex addicts. There's a lot of nurses out there that are. And the ones that are, a lot of times, they try to even ramp that up and use it more as an excuse. This is who I am, so you're just going to have to deal with it, okay? The main focus is if you're struggling with the idea of, hey, is this person narcissistic or are they a sex addict? Get them into help or work with them to be like, hey, this is what you need to work on. They work on their sex, sex addiction or whatever it might be. They work on that. And if they, if they get better from that, then you can start seeing like how do they actually match up with narcissism. The thing you have to understand is if you're in any type of relationship, sex addiction, narcissistic relationship, whatever it might be, work on yourself, heal yourself. It's not your job to fix another person. It's not your job to make the relationship better for like by, the, by fixing that other person. All you can work on and control is you. And the last thing I want to do is say anything on here that makes you stay in a relationship that keeps you a little bit longer. But I did want to bring this up of what it actually looks like and sometimes how people actually excuse it or say like, hey, this is okay, when in reality it's not. The biggest thing is addiction should never justify abuse. If you're in a relationship that is abusing you, I want you to understand you're not alone. There's a lot of people struggling with the same thought process. You're not crazy, you need to get out, you need to make sure that you're safe You're not hopeless. There's lots of people that you can reach out to for help. And so please do that. Make sure you're safe in dealing with anybody that's narcissistic, if anybody that's a sex addict, anything like that. Just please be sure that you are being safe because addiction should never justify abuse.